0: And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: Oh my goodness me! What a fantastic goal! What a goal! That is absolutely superb! Huge
0: cheers go up around Emirates Stadium. Hello, I'm Russell Hargreaves welcoming you to Arsenal Weekly Podcast Stories, where we bring you an extended chat with some Gunners legends and get the stories behind their Arsenal careers. In this episode, we talk to another invincible, Gilberto, the Brazilian who spent six years across a combination of Highbury and Emirates Stadium. We started off by asking Gilberto about the story behind his transfer to the club.
1: Gilberto, what's the story behind your move to Arsenal back in 2002?
2: So after the World Cup yeah, when it happened, you know I got um, you know a phone call from the club say that have a few proposals for me to, to move. Then on the time uh, I was in the race Arsenal, the German club and the Turkish club and then I I found found out a bit of uh, information of um, of the three of them and made my decision to, to go to Arsenal and um, I think it was the best choice for me on that time and uh, you know I, I had a six fantastic years at the club you know it's, it's amazing. What do you remember about your debut? It was a fantastic. Day. Wow. What a day for me, I could not start <laughs> uh, better than as it was. I came off the bench and uh, scored the, the winning goal against Liverpool in the Community Shield.
0: Boi Cup. coming in from the other side, it's Schildbert, oh! What a start! The World Cup winner scores for Arsenal at Cardiff.
2: They dance. His new with him. The funny thing, you know, when I say to the, to my friends about this first game at uh, F Wars, you know, because I didn't know what represents the that game, how big it was, you know. For me, it was okay. Well, I couldn't, I couldn't speak the language. Okay, we are going to have a game against Liverpool. That's okay. It's fine. It's part of the preparation. And uh, when we finished the game, everyone started to celebrate. I said, what is this? I asked to Oh, we, we won, you know, the, the community, you know, it's a massive competition here. Oh, okay, let's have fun. Let's dance, you know, <laughs> that's good. You had a great
1: partnership with Patrick Vieira um, for many, many years. What made him such a special player?
2: He's uh, um, a real leader uh, in the team out On the pitch, outside the pitch, but apart from that uh, very nice guy that everyone wants to cooperate with uh, his role in the in the squad, you know, and uh, always very helpful, but he's somebody that uh, on the pitch you can trust, we could trust him you know anytime he was there he, We knew that um, you know it would be much easier much easier for us, you know, in the middle when he was there. It was a great partnership, me and him, because the understanding uh, about uh, the way we play, uh, the way we manage the game was very easy. It seems like we, we knew each other, you know, for quite a long time. And um, because it was simple for us, you know, when uh, he goes, I stay, and the same he did when I went forward and I've learned a lot with him, you know. I've learned a lot and uh, the partnership was something very, uh, very unique in my career. Do you think you having those defensive instincts helped him a lot? Yeah, I think uh, both of us could do, you know, the defensive part very well, you know, quite heavy, strongly, very strongly, you know, in the tackling. But also, we could move forward or if, you know, sometimes be a surprise man and come from the back uh, without the ball and get the pass from somebody else to manage to score or to provide the last pass until the goal happens. You scored plenty of goals for Arsenal, of course. Do you have a favourite? Well, I I scored a few goals, but, um, you know, I... Uh, I always like when I score with my head. But there is one, uh, I think, one goal. Basically, two goals very special for me. And uh, one was the the fastest goal against um, PSV for the Champions League.
0: Well, the English generally don't like Eindhoven. Defeats here for Manchester United and Newcastle in recent Champions League history. And England's 2-up-3 down show against Portugal at Euro 2000. So not the easiest of venues for Arsenal to end their wretched away run in Europe. Maybe something on very early on for Thierry. Oh, And what a start! What a start for Arsenal! Gilberto breaking forward right on cue. Never mind wretched away runs. What about the run from midfield of the Brazilian?
2: We just you know, started uh, the game, we tried to get some pass. I remember that I tried to pass somebody, I missed the pass, and uh, we recovered it. And uh, suddenly, I think it was, if I'm not wrong, was Ljungberg got the ball, and passed it to uh, Thierry, you know. And then I remember uh, one thing that they do, told me before, in case that Thierry get the ball, in the left, you can't run because he's gonna pass the, the defender and uh, we cross the ball. We need somebody to be there. Remember this at some point if this kind of situation happened. It was about instinct, you know, and a fraction of uh, seconds. Then I, I went through the middle and he passed the defender, <laughs> as Edu said, and uh, crossed the ball, was there to score the. You know, the fastest goal in the history on that time after it was broken, you uh, know, break my heart a little bit. <laughs> but uh, I you know was a very happy moment. And when I I knew that it uh, was the fastest goal, fastest goal in the history, I was you know, amazing. It was something very special, very unique for a player in my position. But the other one, I think, was the the first game at official Arsenal game at Emirates, and I scored the equalizing game against Aston Villa. We were a bit well. We were in trouble that game, you know, because they scored first. The game was very hard, and uh, then, you know, we all of us were not accepting that result, and we tried to to get into them. To get a chance, it was not so easy until um, I got uh, that ball, you know, the, the cross from Walcourt flick from uh, Van Persie, and then I scored the equalizing goal. It's something, you know, uh, very, very unique in my, my career at Arsenal, and uh, I'm, I'm happy for that and very proud. Cleb, Walker is still wide. Here's Theo Walker again. Looking for Van Persie. Chance for Gilberto! It's 1-1!
0: And the Brazilian levels it at one each. But Walcott had a mighty hand to play. The deaf chip. And it fell to Gilberto.
1: Theo Walcott, of course, um, still playing for Arsenal to this day. In terms of that goal, being part of history, does that make you proud? Because it was that first Premier League goal for us at the new stadium. Yes, of course.
2: I feel very proud for that. There are some things that happened with me, at Arsenal special. You know, it's very unique. Maybe you expect this from a striker or some attacking midfield, but then you have you know, a defensive mid- midfield providing some uh, important goals for the club and making you know, my own history in the club, in a historical club. It's something amazing. You know, I, all the time when I achieve those kind of things, I always look back from where I come from. You know, from my village, from my parents, the way I started play football on those days. You know, it's, um, it's me bringing me back home somehow. In my mind, and uh, then you know, I enjoy a lot these kind of moments because they are very unique.
0: You're listening to the Arsenal Weekly Podcast. We'll be back with Gilberto for the second part of our in-depth chat in just a moment, but we'd love to know how you think our Stories series is going so far. We've already heard from Ray Parler and Colo Touré in episodes one and two. If you've not heard those already, you can go back and listen to them. But now let's return to Gilberto picking up the conversation remembering the great
1: Invincibles season. Everyone remembers the Invincibles season. What's your favourite memory from that season?
2: Well, I think, you know, we have many special moments uh, from that period. And it um, was so nice for me when we get into the uh, hybrid tunnel, cold tunnel, very narrow, and uh, close to the opponents. You know, it's like almost shoulder to shoulder. And uh, we knew that we were going to win the game uh, on that tunnel. and. Um, then another special moment, I can say that was when we we won, uh, we won the league at White Hart Lane.
0: No one can argue that the best team in the country is that team there. By quite some distance this season, in Manchester United and Chelsea can't argue with it. And as I say every time this year, someone sets the standard. This team have risked, lifted the bar. They've raised the standards required. And the rest no, they come next August. They've got to be
1: ready or this team will blow them away again.
2: This was something very special because um, we had four games to go. But to win the title there, you know, it means a lot for all the players, for the fans, for the club. Because they also had a very good game. You know, maybe the game could be much easier for us at some point we complicated ourselves but in the end we got the prize, you know, to, to win there. You liked taking penalties as well, you had a couple of seasons where you were
1: very good from the spot. Two in particular in the same game against Tottenham, what do you recall about that? And also what was your secret when it came to taking penalties?
2: So, on that time, you know, I think it was the season oh, 06 or oh, 07 I I was the vice-captain, and Thierry was uh, the captain, the penalty taker, but uh, he spent most of uh, the season injury, and I took the responsibility as a captain, you know, on the field, and I was training, when you train something, you know, you feel prepared for it. Uh, maybe before I was not very used to take penalties, just a few times, you know, I, I had an opportunity to, on a penalty shoot against uh, Uruguay in Copa America in 07. And uh, since then, I started training on the training ground, you know, after the, the, the training sessions. And uh, when you, you practice something, you feel confident to do it. You know, This was the reason I was the penalty taker on that time. And I had a chance to, to score You a know, few goals uh, from penalty. The
0: Arsenal captain here. Beach Robinson, Arsenal 2, Tottenham Hotspur nil. The captain strokes it, Arsenal 3, Tottenham Hotspur nil with 18 minutes to go.
2: I think, you know, uh, the secret is when you train something, we practice something, you feel confident. But I always choose which side, you know. Uh, I was gonna shoot. I don't remember to change, you know, the, when I was going to shoot. You know, normally I choose. Uh, this is the side, and I go for it. You know, uh, with my my way to do things. When you're
1: taking a penalty against Tottenham, you know how much it means to the fans. Do you feel that?
2: Yeah, I knew that. I knew because always when you play against your biggest rival, you know everything you do positive on the field counts. And uh, to score two goals on on penalties on that day it was amazing. Again, you know, again I uh, was there, um, score against um, your biggest rival in uh, a very special game for for the club and for the fans.
1: When you think about your childhood back in Brazil, what was the biggest thing you had to overcome to have your football career?
2: So, uh, as um, you know, the, the the only boy in the in the family out of four kids, you know, and I'm the oldest one. I had to. I became a man very young. I remember um, I started to work when I was 11 years old because I want to 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 have my money you know but okay the situation there with my family was not you know financially was not the best my father had to work hard to raise us but um we were happy there in the village i grew up you know free we didn't have any, any crime any drugs we didn't hear about the crazy things as we hear nowadays and uh, we enjoy to be part of that environment. And grew um, up play football on the street, you know, in the college, with the friends, until I get um, the chance to play to a amateur football school and to learn something. This is the, the picture from, from the past, you know, play around, uh, go to school in a small village, you know, everyone knew each other make us you know one help another in the difficult times when you think about what you achieved and you think
1: about your childhood how proud are you to have had the career you've had very proud
2: because it's not very common somebody comes from the village i i came from very tiny very small and um reached the point i've reached in my career in my life and uh, I'm happy, you know, happy because I also had people that uh, stood around me, like my family, and a uh, few friends to uh, to help me, especially in the, the hard times. Because not always, uh, you know, uh, happy moments. You face some uh, difficulties in your life, as when I was in the, my first club, I had to give up for a moment, for a and go back home to, to work and help family. My mom had a very hard time, you know. She had to, to submit to a very hard treatment until she got back again and recovery. And then I was there beside family, you know, to help them working, to, to help with uh, in the financial side. But then when I went back to football, it seems like that um, I I got the credit for what I have done in the past, and then I arrived back in football and got the credit, you know, for that. You know, everything starts to to happen very fast in my career, and uh, I took every opportunity. You know, it's something that uh, make me feel happy for. All the scenario.
0: Well, that's full time on episode three of Arsenal Weekly Podcast Stories. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to give us a review and five star rating on iTunes so that we can continue to make more of them. We're back for episode four in December when we hear from Amy Lawrence and the start of her 89 documentary, Living That Famous Night at Anfield. The Arsenal Weekly Podcast is back every Monday. So until then, it's goodbye for now. Planning for your next trip?